Radical Polymers, a business dedicated to serving independent water treatment companies. With over 35 years of experience in the water treatment additive design and use, Radical Polymers was honored to receive the 2018 Association of Water Technology Supplier of the Year Award. Offering best-in-class Anisha Specialty Polymers for all of your water treatment service applications. Radical Polymers offers a state-of-the-art laboratory with pilot testing capabilities for mineral scale, corrosion, and deposit control. With a focus on delivering exceptional technical and customer support. Most U.S. orders ship within one business day. For more information about tagged polymers and Radical Polymers' full line of water treatment products, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash radical. Welcome to Scaling Up, the podcast where we scale up on knowledge so we don't scale up our systems. Folks, that means we are always learning, and that means that I am always Trace Blackmore, your host for Scaling Up H2O, and I'm going to tie that all together as we talk today about how I'm always trying to learn, and I'm always trying to give information to people in the hopes that that helps them with something, and in the hopes that hopefully they teach me something in return. It's one of the reasons I started this podcast, but that's what I'm going to talk about during this episode. Before I do, I want to talk about a couple of events that are coming up. One of my favorite things that we do in the Scaling Up H2O community is we do a regular hang, and we have got another hang coming up on June 10th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So many of you out there in the Scaling Up Nation have joined us for the hangs. They're so much fun. As you know, we all get together, we talk about a few items, and then we instantly go into breakout rooms where you can network with people that understand exactly what your day-to-day is like. Then I mix you up and I put you in another room so you can do that again. And then we come back all together in a large room and we have some sort of game. We do something fun. We've been doing millennial trivia the last couple times and folks talk about fun. Thank you for all the people that have helped us bring that one to life. If you have not been to a hang, please do not deprive yourself of that. Go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash hang. And of course, all of you fine folks that have been there before, I know I will see you again on June 10th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Something else you might want to mark your calendars with is the AWWA is hosting their water and wastewater show June 29th through July 2nd. So if this is the type of water treatment that you practice, you want to go to our show notes page so you can find out about this show. Well, folks, this show is going to be a little bit different. I was starting to put together a Pinks and Blues episode from your questions, and I started noticing that many people weren't writing in with questions. They were writing in on frustrations or how to handle a particular client or someone in their lives when they just don't agree with them. 
And that got me thinking. I think a lot of us are dealing with that right now. And some of us, quite frankly, are dealing with it better than others. So this episode is going to be about minding the gap. That's right, mind the gap. Now, if we were to look up gap in the dictionary, it would say it's a break or hole between two objects. So I wanna ask you, when you are in life and you find out that there is a gap, what do you do to fill in the gap? How do you fill in the gap? And then how do you even know that there is a gap? I think when you know how to answer these questions, it means that you are very well grounded in yourself. I want to make that a little bit more clear as we talk, but let's start talking about some gaps. Now, I make it a point that I try not to talk about politics. I personally do not think what you think about politics is any of my business, nor is mine of yours. However, I think that this is one of the items that just divides so many of us, and it's because I don't think we're minding the gap properly. I also think that politics is used more as a shield and not a bridge. And when we're talking about a gap, we need something to build a bridge to fill in that gap. So let's say someone tells you something that you don't agree with or they're on an opposing side of a particular argument that you are on. Well, hey, a gap was just created. The person listening now has a choice. How are they going to mine that gap? Choice A, they can listen to the other side, which is another opinion, and they can be okay with the fact that they might change their perception of how they originally saw something. Choice B is not to listen because now they are frightened that they might have their ideas challenged. They might end up changing their mind from something they originally thought they understood. Both of these scenarios start with a choice. However, the listener gets to choose based on how self-grounded they are. How strong is their foundation? Now, I know I can't go a show or two without mentioning the seven habits of highly effective people. If you're a listener of the Scaling Up H2L podcast, you know I am a huge fan of this book. If you haven't read this book, you can go to an affiliate link we have, scalinguph2o.com forward slash seven habits, and you can get a copy for yourself. So all of that to say, let's talk about the seven habits. If you are not familiar with the seven habits, here they are. Habit one, be proactive. Habit two, begin with the end in mind. Habit three, put first things first. Habit four, think win-win. Habit five, seek first to understand before you're understood. Habit six, synergize. And habit seven, sharpen the saw. Let's break down the first three habits. Now, the first three habits are the habits of the private victory. These are things that we do for ourselves 
to strengthen who we are, who we know we are, and make sure that we have a strong foundation before we start working with somebody else. And that's habits four, five, and six in the public victory. So if we know that we are proactive and we are able to make choices and we are responsible for those choices, that's habit one. Habit two is beginning with the end in mind. That means as we go through life, we know what we are for. We understand our values. We understand our creed. We understand all the things that we are truly grounded in. And that allows us, when we ultimately do work with other people, we're grounded there and not in a particular feeling about a topic. So now that allows us to be okay with somebody disagreeing with us. And more importantly, it allows us to be okay if somebody were to actually change our minds. And then habit three is doing the things we know we need to do when we need to do them. That's putting first things first. Now, if you superbly execute those three habits, no one's going to know about it except yourself. But that's what creates that strong foundation. And then through that strong foundation, we are able to work with other people in the next four habits. So habit number four is think win-win. That doesn't mean we're always going to have a win-win, but it means that's our mindset. We're going to think, if I win, the other person has to win. Habit five is how we get there. I need to seek first to understand the other before I'm worried about me being understood. And habit six is the fruit of that, which is synergy. One plus one equals three or more. Two boards in construction put together can actually support more weight together than they can by themselves. That is synergy. And that's what we're able to do if we're not worried about our minds getting changed. If we're not worried about a strong belief that we have getting challenged. So again, it's all about how we mind the gap. I personally think too many people are scared of having their minds changed. And if we really worked on the foundation of who we were, that would not matter. Having a solid foundation grounded in your values, your ambitions, as I said before, your personal creed allows you to not be threatened by other people's ways of thinking. It allows you to not be threatened if you are changing your ways of thinking. In fact, when you get into a situation where someone does not agree with you, you should instantly get excited. You should say, yippee, this is my opportunity to learn something from a different point of view from somebody else. I mean, think about it. All of us were raised differently. All of us have different experiences, so we could look at the same thing and see it differently. Just because somebody sees something differently from the way that I do does not make it wrong. 
when I take the time to understand why they see something in the way that they do, I am now better for it. I've learned something, I have a greater perspective, and now I can take that information and I can do something with it. Too many of us have lost the art of conversation. I think many of us think that conversation means that the other person agrees with everything that we say. Folks, that is not how the world works. And I think if we can mind the gap and listen to the other person, try to find out what their point of view is and understand it from their frame of reference, we're going to learn something new and that conversation is going to lead into new ways of thinking. It's my hope the next time you have an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody that does not see something in the same way that you do, you too get excited like I do because you know that the learning is about to come. You are going to leave that conversation better than how you entered it because you're going to have more information. It's all about minding the gap. When I started my business in Atlanta, Georgia, one of the first things I did was I contacted all of my fellow water treaters in the area, my competition. Now, the funny thing is I was advised by people that I truly trust their opinion not to do that. It was crazy, they said, for me to befriend my competition. Well, I normally listen to my mentors on a lot of things, but this was something that I did not do in accordance with their advice. I did meet with as many people that would meet with me. I invited them for a cup of coffee. Now, many of them did think that I was crazy. Some of them just said no. But for the ones that did, years ago, we have been friends ever since. And just think, who better can understand what it is that you are going through than somebody who is in the same exact business that you are? That's one of the reasons that I started the Rising Tide Mastermind, and that's one of the reasons that it is so successful, because we don't have to go into explaining all of the things that lead up to the issues that we need help with. We all immediately understand how we got there, and then we can just talk about the specifics of the issue. You know, something that happened just recently, of these people that I had coffee with years ago, met that were competing water treatment companies, uh, a few of them had some difficulties during COVID. We actually helped each other with products, servicing accounts, making sure that we could get through the other side of COVID together. And we were able to do that better together because we did have that relationship. Now, this line of thinking also goes into trade organizations. As you know, I am very active with the Association of Water Technologies. And a lot of people said, Trace, you are a really good trainer and you do water treatment at a level that other people don't. Why would you ever give away that edge to other water treaters so they can now compete with you? Well, I got to tell you, I thought about that. And I think it's pretty lonely out there that if you know something and you keep it to yourself, what good is it? 
So there you go. There is another opportunity to mind the gap. One of my goals in life is to learn everything that I can. Now, this goal is about me. The other goal is for me to teach everything that I know. And that goal is about others. I fill in the gap when I think of that. When people say, why are you training your competition? I think a rising tide raises all boats. And that's why I give so much to the Association of Water Technologies. That's why this is a free podcast. That's why we're sharing so much information on this podcast. Because guess what? As you are learning... I'm learning right along with you. And if you learned something that I have taught you, that means I've fulfilled my mission. And hopefully you're going to do something that raises the bar in the water treatment industry, which is also my mission for this podcast. And if you do that, I can check the box. But here's what most likely is going to happen. You're going to take something that you learned here and you're going to teach that to somebody else. Again, making sure that we are changing the water treatment industry one water treater at a time. But as you're teaching somebody else, ultimately information is going to come back to me and I am going to learn something new. And here's another tip. If you ever try to learn something, the best way to do it is to immediately teach it. In fact, when you're learning it, change your role from a student to one that is a teacher and learn it with the mindset that you are going to teach that immediately to somebody else. It will dramatically change how you are taking in that information because you're anticipating all the questions that somebody else is going to ask you. That will make you a better student, and that will allow you to teach it when it's your time to teach it. It's all about how we mine the gap. So with this mindset, If you have a strong foundation, if you are grounded in who you are, that foundation is so strong, you can build a tremendous structure on top of it. And you don't have to worry about when somebody else comes by with an opposing opinion, like a strong wind that could possibly knock the structure down. Well, it was built on a strong foundation. Now, just imagine if you had other people help you build that structure. There is no limit to what that can become. So I hope the next time you are faced with a situation where you have to mind the gap, you are going to take all of this into consideration, lean into the conversation, because folks, you're getting ready to learn something. Speaking of learning, and a great example of exactly what we were talking about, here is another challenge with James McDonald. Hello, Scaling Up Nation. The next James's challenge as we grow as an industrial water treatment professional, drop by drop, is... Explain to a non-technical person how a compression chiller works. Albert Einstein once said, If you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you don't understand it yourself. 
We deal with people every day with less experience than we have in water treatment. Being able to explain complex information in terms they can understand is an acquired skill that will pay off with better relationships when you're all on the same page. Plus, I found many even find this one a little interesting when you follow the path the heat takes. Be sure to share your experience on LinkedIn by tagging with hashtag JC21 and hashtag ScalingUpH2O. This is James McDonald, and I look forward to seeing what you share. Well, Nation, yet again, another way to mind the gap. When you find you don't know something or you're trying to learn something better, you've got a choice. Do you just continue in life not knowing it? Or are you going to do something differently to mine that gap to get more information? And it's my hope that you're going to take what you learned and teach that to other people. Nation, I am shocked. We are celebrating 200 episodes of Scaling Up H2O. I remember when I got my Bluetooth headset out four years ago and started recording my very first episode. I cannot believe that we're getting ready to celebrate number 200. And here's the thing, we could not have gotten there without you, the Scaling Up Nation. And that's why we want to celebrate the Scaling Up Nation on episode 200. So here's what I need from you. If this show has done something for you, if you have a favorite show, if there is something that has just meant something to you, one of the episodes, several of the episodes, let us know Record your voice by going to ScalingUpH2O.com, and we are going to celebrate together on episode 200. Nation, I was at a conference just the other day, and this story was shared with me, and I wanted to share it with you because it really spoke to me, and especially with what we're going for in life. We're always trying to go for more, bigger, better, faster, all of that stuff. A lot of times we don't realize what we have. So here is the story of the fisherman. An investment banker was on vacation in a small coastal village in Mexico, and he was walking along the shore and he saw a fisherman dock on a nearby pier. He walked up on the pier and he saw the small boat with the fisherman and there were several large yellowfin tuna in it. The investment banker looked at the fisherman and the quality of fish that he had and asked the fisherman how long it took him to catch the fish. The fisherman replied, only a little while. The investment banker then asked, why didn't you stay out longer so you could catch more fish? The fisherman said he had enough fish to support his family's immediate needs. The investment banker then asked, but what do you do with the rest of your time? The fisherman said, I sleep late, fish a little, play with my children, take siestas with my wife, stroll into the village each evening where I sip wine and play guitar with my friends. The investment banker then said, well, I have a full and busy life. I have a Harvard MBA and I can help you. You should spend more time fishing and with the proceeds, buy a bigger boat. With the proceeds from the bigger boat, you could have several boats. 
Eventually, you could have a fleet of fishing boats. Instead of selling your catch to the middleman, you could sell directly to the processor, eventually even opening up your own cannery. You would then control the product, the processing, and the distribution. You would then need to leave the small coastal fishing village and move to New York City, where you could run your expanding enterprise. The fisherman asked, but how long will that take? The banker replied, about 15 to 20 years. The fisherman said, and then what? The banker laughed and said, that's the best part. When the time is right, you will announce an initial public offering and sell your company stock to the public and become very, very rich. You would be worth millions. The banker then said, with those millions, you can then retire, move to a small coastal village where you could sleep late, fish a little, play with your kids, take siestas with your wife, stroll to the village in the evenings where you could sip wine and play guitar with your friends. Folks, think about the reason you are doing what you are doing. So many of us are engaged in how do we make it bigger, faster, stronger, better. Well, folks, we might be living our best life right now. So it's my hope that this episode has inspired you to look deep down in your foundation. What are the things that allow you to get through life knowing that nothing is going to tear you down? And when you are faced with a choice, it's that foundation that you are going to make that choice in and you are going to feel good about it each and every time. Nation, mind the gap, take in consideration all the gifts that you have in life, take care of each other, and above all else, listen to Scaling Up next week. Have a great week, folks. I recently asked Bernadette Combs, a member of the Rising Tide Mastermind, what she has gained as being a member of the Rising Tide Mastermind. Here's what she said. The Rising Tide has personally allowed me to gain a new set of trusted advisors and mentors that I can go to for guidance and counseling and peer review and accountability. So I would say that the Masterminds has really been a catalyst for my growth, both professionally and personally, over this last year. So one unique thing I feel I've been able to develop over the course of the last eight months um, through the Masterminds group is learning the ability to listen, learning how to ask good clarifying questions and how to take those questions, process them and process the answers to be able to then give good foundational advice to the person who needs it. Bernadette, thank you for sharing with the Scaling Up Nation some of the things you have been able to benefit from from being a member of the Rising Tide Mastermind. Now, you just heard Bernadette talk about she's now able to ask better questions, to get better information, and to give better advice. Well, that is a technique that we learn within the Rising Tide Mastermind because let's face it, we are all too easy to speak and less apt to listen. 
we try to make sure that we listen more than we speak so we can give the right advice to the right issue. Now that's just one of the skills we try to help each other with each and every week in the Rising Tide Mastermind groups. If you want to find out more about the Rising Tide Mastermind, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind.